0: This show contains movie spoilers and swearing.
1: This is Max Headroom, and what you're about to witness is one of the most sinister-sounding intros to one of the greatest epics ever produced. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy. But, let's party. is the beat? I'm pretty fool. I want my MTV. Oh, you're so cool, Brewster. I'm so sure. Nobody leave this place without singing the blues. Are you telling me you built a time machine? What the DeLorean? Inconceivable.
0: Automobile.
1: <laughs> Cut.
0: Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while.
1: You could miss it. Del. Mm. Mm. Why did you kiss my ear? Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows? Ah!
0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Dude Looks Like the 80s. I'm your host RJ McCready, and for this episode I'm going to be taking you guys back to the year in 1987 to look at the John Hughes comedy movie Planes, Trains and Automobiles. But before I do that let's have a look at the TV guide, let's have a look at what TV shows, films and songs were out at that time. So Ed McMahon, take us away. (laughs)
1: Here's Ed McMahon, and you're listening to Dude Looks Like the '80s. And now, here's the '80s Hall of Fame. I just like to read the TV guide. Read the TV guide. You don't need a TV.
0: So, on the TV guide, guys. So, I've cheated a little bit here. I'm just going on what I. Was watching back in 87. So you had Mask, it was actually come out in 86, but it was still kicking around this time, even a little bit later than that. You had all the reruns and stuff like that. So you had the Mobile Armored Strike Command, this was great. Yeah, the
1: they, the
0: they had a great toy range, comics obviously the cartoon that came out and i was surprised i think it turned into a film i'm surprised it wasn't snapped up by canon or someone like that so they would have done a great job of that and you also had ulysses 31 what a cartoon it was a i think it was a french japanese combination uh, cartoon and it had a hell of an intro listen to this Duty! An intro, what a thumping intro! And it is a really good um, cartoon. Had a great story, and it only run for about eighteen episodes or something like that. So it didn't go on for too long, but that was good. It's worth it's worth checking out. It's got a very sort of um, Daft Punk look to it. When you look at the Daft Punk um, music videos, you can see that sort of Japanese manga style look to it. But let's not digress into that too much. Uh, you also had DuckTales, Screech McDuck. That was a hell of an intro as well.
1: The missing, Every day out there
0: so there you go. You had a couple of those, um, some good cartoons around about that time. Movies out that you had The Monster Squad, which is a fan favourite amongst us horror fans, especially on the Legion page. Uh, Robocop, need I say more about that movie. Princess Bride, again, need I say more about that. You also had Canon's big budget movie, Masters of the Universe, and I will be covering that one. I've got a special guest for that, uh, Dan Bone from Haunted Hills, going to be helping me out with that one next year. And I've got Inner Space as well That's a good movie I think that was a Joe Dante movie Who did Gremlins So that's a funny movie it's a Christmas type movie as well So songs out this year You had I wasn't going to get away with this one Tiffany I think we're alone now say, I think we Fleetwood Mac uh, I haven't mentioned Fleetwood Mac yet I don't think um, Seven Wonders was out in
1: 87
0: And Swing Out Sister Breakout That's a good upbeat song And the song from the film, Mannequin, uh, Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now, Starship. And I think this might be been a Jim Steinman song. It's um, Alone by Heart. It's like a proper rock ballad song. So there you go, guys. And that is a small retrospective of 1987. That just gives you a little bit of a taste of what was going on back then. So let's have a look at the movie. Let's play a trailer and I'll be right back. See you guys soon.
1: All right. York's Restaurant invites you to a great American Grill Fest starting at 4.49. Right now. Choose from five all-new grilled platters, plus our all-you-can-eat food bar, starting at 4:49. Come share in America's bounty at Yorks. We're saving a place for you in the Cleveland and Akron area. Saturday, June 11th, WMMS and the Buzzard kick off Ohio Derby Week at Thistledown with a free six-pack cooler. Plus, you can enjoy early bird Belmont wagering. Pistledown, Ohio's win place and show place. During holiday travel, some people get delirious, some get delayed, and some get (laughs) Del Griffin. American Light and Fixture, Director of Sales, Shower Curtain Ring Division. Neil Page got all three. I was on my way home to spend a nice holiday with my family. Instead, I'm in a motel bed with a stranger. So instead of Thanksgiving with his family, he's spending three days with the turkey. Two happy clans just whistling down the road. Flintstones, meet the Flintstones, a Paramount the Pictures presents... Wilmore. Steve Martin. You mad at me? Oh! John Candy. Luna. Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. In a new film by John Hughes. Planes, trains, and automobiles. See that Bears game last week? Yeah, hello yeah. oh, we game, hello oh, game.
0: Welcome back guys. So the synopsis for this film is Neil Page, who needs to reach home for Thanksgiving, goes for a series of misadventures when his flight gets cancelled and he ends up meeting Del, a goofy salesman. It was directed by John Hughes, who you may know for a string of great movies in the 80s. He had just to name a few, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Weird Science, Uncle Buck, just to name a few he really did have some success back then and he pretty much was he was famous for writing stories in a very small amount of time he wrote this in three days probably on the back of a napkin in a restaurant i would imagine he had a very healthy budget of 30 million dollars for this movie and that's probably something to do with the success of all his other films and the movie did very well at the box office at the time it's got 7.6 7.609 BD and a very short running time. It's, it's a 90 minute movie, it kind of does what it needs to do. And I think the movie runs at a very good pace. But just whilst we're on the runtime of this movie, apparently there's a three hour version of this movie kicking around and it's still in existence. I think it's on the... Um, cutting room floor somewhere in Hollywood, I don't know, maybe one day we might get a special edition on Blu-ray or something like that, I'll have to speak to Duncan McLeish from the podcast Under the Stairs, he seems to be all over that, especially with the um, Arrow video market that I see every week on his uh, Facebook page, but we'll just have to find out. So moving on. So let's have a look at this movie. So you've got your two main characters in this film, which is um, Neil Page, who is an advertising accountant from New York, and that is played by Steve Martin, who is trying to get home for Thanksgiving and he needs to get back to Chicago. So he's got a flight planned. He's in an incredibly boring meeting with his boss by the looks of it. He's trying to sell something and his boss can't make a decision. It's quite a a funny scene actually. then he says to his friend in the meeting, he'll have a, a go, and then his friend says to him, Well, you'll you'll never make it. Sort of making the track scene, you're never going to get the paint. So this is kind of like the ignition to the movie. Then you've got Steve Martin, he's in the street, he's trying to howl a cab, and you get a little bit of a, well, you actually get a cameo here from Kevin Bacon. It's almost like a sort of blink and you'll miss. So he makes an appearance in this film. It's quite a funny scene. Here we go, I've got to play my first clip here. So Neil falls over a trunk and that becomes significant later on and he misses his cab. So it's the start of one of his misadventures. You've then got um, Neil finally getting to the plane and he says that he's booked a first class seat and they say no, the first class has been taken up and you haven't been booked on. So he has to go into the economy section and this is where he has his first meeting with Del Griffiths. And you get this other scene here.
1: I never did introduce myself. Del Griffith, American Light and Fixture, Director of Sales, Shower Curtain Ring Division. And you are? Uh, Neil Page. Neil Page. Pleased to meet you, Neil Page. Uh, look, I don't want to be rude, but uh, I'm not much of a conversationalist, and I'd really like to finish this article. A friend of mine wrote it, so... Don't let me stand in your way. Please don't let me stand in your way. The last thing I want to be remembered as is an annoying blabbermouth. (laughs)
0: So there you go guys, as you can see, uh, I guess I can understand in a way Neil is a little bit sort of antisocial, just wants to get home, but at the same time he's a little bit untied, he's a little bit antisocial, so um, it's kind of, this film is kind of like a journey for him as well, about finding out about himself, so as the story kind of unfolds later on. The plane then gets delayed and diverted to Wichita, and this is where Neil finds himself sharing a room with uh, Del Griffiths. He feels like he's he's caught in this awkward situation where he feels like he needs to oblige, so bearing in mind he just met this guy on a plane, (laughs) he's now sharing a bed with him, and it's funny, it's like another scene of misadventures in this hotel room where Dell's used all the towels in the bathroom and everything's wet. And he spills beer on the bed. And then Neil goes to have a shower and you think he's got a towel. It turns out to be like a little flannel. And they're just like, they're they're good gags. They're basic gags of Neil using the shower and he's covered himself in (laughs) in bath suds. And then the um, shower breaks down. So it's just it's it's one misadventure after the other and then you get the scene where it's the scene that I played at the beginning of the movie um beginning the movie beginning of the show where they wake up in the morning and they (laughs) they're spooning each other in bed and old Dale's kissing Neil's ear and he's like he wakes up he says why are you hanging between two pillows they're not pillows and they wake up and they're like talking about the football and trying to change the conversation. So it's a it's a really good scene. It's um so after spending that night in the room, um, they'll arrange a to hitch a ride to the train station with his I think he's his brother-in-law or something like that or a friend of his. It's like a sort of hillbilly type character, and they're in the back of this car and they're freezing. And again, it's like they're sat in the back of the um truck with the dog, and there's a scene where they're they're frozen up. And then the dog is frozen as well, so they're just, it's just a funny little scene that they've chucked in there. So they managed to get to the train and Neil at this time is thinking, right, this is my chance now. I've got a train ticket and he kind of goes separate ways at this time with Dell because they've got separate seats on the train. But it doesn't end there. Train moves on. All of a sudden there's smoke coming out from the engine and Neil's going, smoke, are you sure there's smoke? And it breaks down. And then he finds himself carrying his luggage um, across the railway tracks. And again, he's partnered up with uh, Del Griffiths. So this time they managed to get to Jefferson City. And Del has an idea to make a little bit of cash. And he uses his shower curtain rings um, as jewellery. And you get this scene here.
1: Thank you. This is an autographed Daryl Strawberry earring. All right are very special earrings by the way these were originally handcrafted for the grand wizard of china back in the fourth century now these of course aren't the originals but they are replicas very good replicas too they're selling for five dollars a pair two for seven
0: dollars so there you go so Dell, god bless him he's made a little bit of money he feels like he's starting to turn things around a little bit and he has a little bit of lunch with um neil and they're sat there but then neil offends him he says you know he comes out and says look You know, I've been thinking that us two joining up together. It's quite sad, really. Del's thinking, yeah, yeah, you know, we're we're a good team. He says, we're we're really getting nowhere. So Del gets up and says, look, I understand. And he walks away. And Neil makes his own way to the airport. It's quite funny (laughs) because he's... It's a scene where hes you see Neil Page walking across a runway with a plane going down in the background. And this is where he's got his club diner's card and he's thinking, I'm going to go and rent a car. I'm going to drive home. I've had enough with public transport. So he goes up to the lady behind reception and he gives his card and she says to him, someone's already taken the car. And this is where Neil
1: may i see your rental agreement i threw it away oh boy oh boy what you're fucked
0: so after having a rant Neil goes outside he hows a cab he then has an altercation with a cab driver which results in him falling on the floor almost getting run over as the wheel of the car stops the person getting out the car is dun 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 it's del griffiths so del was taking his diner's car and comedy his vehicle so again fate has it he has paired up again with um, del and they find themselves in the car together driving back to chicago and here you get a similar thing to the hotel room where Dell manages to break the um passenger seat chair it's like an electric chair that winds backwards and forwards and neil decides to have some sleep while del, del is driving and it's funny he's got um he's got a song playing here i think it's called the mess around and he you just can't help himself del he's kind of like he's smoking he's enjoying himself and he's As he's driving, he's pretending that um, he's playing the piano. (laughs) And Neil Page is fast asleep next to him. And then he he goes to reach into his pocket and he gets his hand caught in the car seat. And then he reaches round again with his other hand and it gets caught. And so this time his hands are caught behind his back on the seat. And... um, He's trying to steer the car with his legs and he ends up going down the wrong uh, way along the highway and um, and the car spins out of control and then it just comes to a sudden halt. And then both Neil and Del get out of the car and they're both sort of laughing about it. and Then the next thing you know, Del was put a, well, whilst he was driving, he obviously put a cigarette in the back of the car and you see the car, it's up in flames and he ends up, burning up almost blowing up and this is where neil page is kind of laughing because he's going it's finally happened to you something bad has finally happened to you your car's just blown up and then <laughs> del griffith's is going well it wasn't my car it's your car Nick your car and then he punches del but even though the car is burnt out they somehow managed to get it working and it's driving in a, in a right old state and they get to a motel and was talking to the motel owner and he says, look, I need a room for the night. I've only got like $17 and a nice watch and you do that. And then Dell thinks, well, I'll maybe do the same. And he says something like, I've got $2 and a Casio. In fact, I'll just play you that scene right now.
1: I got a slight problem here. I don't have the forty-two fifty. <laughs> <laughs> do you have $17 and a good watch? No, I don't. I have... Uh... <clears throat> i have two dollars and uh and a casio mm, i'm gonna have to say good but unfortunately
0: the motel owner rejects uh dell's offer and poor old dell sat out in the car and burnt out car by himself shivering and he's kind of sort of feeling a little bit sorry for himself so you know he's actually met someone who he really enjoys spending company with and you know He screwed that up as well. But then Neil's looking out the window and he says, look, you know, come in and join me. And this is where the point of the movie where they start to really bond. You know, they, they crack out some shorts and some chocolates and they're saying, you know, I feel like we're at summer camp. So their friendship is starting to ignite here. And Neil Page is beginning to see the light start of this adventure. He's beginning to think that... This has actually turned into a little bit of fun now. So the next morning they get into the burnt-out car and they're on their way back to Chicago and they're beginning to get on like friends. But they get stopped by the police and the policeman says, you know, you've got a few few issues with your car? And John Candy comes out and says, well, no, I think it's all right. I think it's okay. You know, the radio works all right. <laughs> but then the police officer doesn't buy it and the policeman is played by... Michael McKean who was Mr Green in the movie Clue which I reviewed recently so he he turns up quite a bit in these movies. So their car gets impounded and then they find themselves in the back of a refrigerator truck and they finally get to Chicago and this is really where Neil and they do go their separate ways on the train station and um Neil says to Del, you know, he sort of laughs and says, well, thanks for getting me home, and Del goes, oh. He kind of laughs it off a little bit. But whilst Neil is sat on the train, he kind of thinks back to the conversations that he was having with Del, because Del was talking about his wife and says he hadn't seen her for a long time. And it's almost like he's thinking that there was like cryptic messages there. And he kind of puts two and two together. And as a turn of fate, Neil decides to go back and he finds Del set in the um, ticket office by himself and this is where the film quite cleverly really goes from a comedy to a drama but I think it almost complements the story in some way. You just got a little bit of drama here and Del says that his wife's been dead for 10 years and Neil feels sorry for, for him and he's and I think Del, um, Del, I think Neil Page has begun to realise that he's overlooked the, the Del Griffiths character. He's, he's there's actually a little bit more to him that he's overlooked, and that he's actually a nice guy. And he's just in a, he just found himself in this situation, or or hard times, or whatever. So he does the right thing, and he invites him back home to his house where he joins him for Thanksgiving and he meets his family. It's quite nice, quite a nice scene. You've got um, the Paul Young song, um, Every Time You Go Away, just the instrumental bit in the background, which I think, comp- you know, co- again, complements this film. It goes really nice. And this is where Neil introduces Dale to his family and you've actually got the home alone house here it's the same house that they used in home alone so home alone got there in the end even though i was going to review that song it's here so that kind of makes up for that as well and then you've got a still shot of john candy smiling so it's it's a happy ending in at the end of this movie um so it's a nice ending to a film and i always think that a film can sometimes only be as good as its ending um and it's just put everything else that you've seen in this movie all together. And you go away and you think, you know what, that's a good film. That's a really good film. And John Hughes, again, he's known for telling like a little bit of a subliminal story in his movies. What with, for example, with Weird Science with the guys, you know, the two kids trying to find themselves. They already had it. And they get to the end of the movie and they find themselves. It's the same with this movie. I think the story here is you've got Neil Page, he's a bit of an uptight businessman. He would have just ordinarily got on that pay plane and gone home, and that would have been it. But it's also a journey for himself as well, which he's, you know, not only for Del Griffiths, but Neil Page has come away, I think, as a better person at the end of this movie. So he's a little bit more less uptight, which I think is good. So it's a nice film, and it's also, I know it's a Thanksgiving movie, but it's also i think it's a christmas film as well you know same sort of template so um so there there you go guys planes trains and automobiles it's a classic comedy classic go check it out like i say especially after a bit of christmas dinner or something like that go and sit next to a nice cozy fire with a nice glass of wine or something like that so there you go guys hope you enjoyed that And also to mention, hopefully, hope everybody has a nice Christmas as well. Enjoy your Christmas. This is going to be my final Christmas um, episode for this month. In January, for the start of the new year, I'm going to be doing a Osploitation month. Um, So I'm going to be looking at doing Crocodile Dundee. I'm going to be doing Mad Max 2 and a little movie called Dead End Driving, which I discovered earlier on this year, which is a... Um, cheap budget osploitation movie. It's a good movie, so I've got to check that one out. And I'm also going to have a special guest, um, The Witch from the Doomsday Clock podcast, going to be joining me for Crocodile Dundee. So we'll be looking forward to talking to him about that. I can think of anybody better to have from A Man Down Under to have a look at that movie for Crocodile Dundee. I'm then going to be doing um, Masters of the Universe, which I mentioned earlier, with uh, Dan Bone. Well, I might be able to squeeze another episode in before the end of this year I'm looking at one of my favourite sci-fi movies which doesn't get the credit it deserves which i mentioned on that episode and it's going to be Sean Connery's Outland so it's going to be the high noon in space so look out for that one guys so there you go, I'm going to close the episode um, with the Paul Young song Every Time You Go Away which is the end credits to this great movie and i will see you guys soon take care